Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and this is Short Stuff, just the two of us, um, with the Viking hordes. We've taken a bunch of mushrooms, and we're entering berserker mode now. Yeah, man, this, I remember that was one of the early, early, early Stuff You Should Know episodes, was our episode on Vikings. That was one of the great facts of the podcast in the early days. Berserker and the mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing a Viking with a battle axe on mushrooms coming at you going crazy? <laughs> yeah, and I know I think I mentioned it recently, but the guy who did uh, The Lighthouse, his mm-hmm. his next movie is a Viking movie. I just, that's a good reason to build a time machine, so we don't have to wait around for that. Yeah, Robert Eggers, boy, that's going to be good. And I bet yeah, it's going to be wait. crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. Because the Vikings were crazy, and if you watch the History Channel show Vikings, uh, I have I th- not. I haven't either, but it was pretty popular. It ran for about six seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a character in there named Ivar the Boneless, mm-hmm. uh, and on the show he was a ruthless guy. He was uh, sort of the leader on the battlefield, and he had a medical condition on the show that uh, made his legs useless, basically. So. He would crawl around and he would ride on chariots and stuff and he had crutches. Um, But he led what was known as the Great Heathen Army on that show. Mm -hmm. And he was actually a real person, but there's a lot more mystery about who he was and whether or not he even had this condition in real life. Yeah, so Ivar the Boneless, one of the great all-time nicknames ever. (laughs) Um, But he, he does pop up here or there in historic documents that chronicle the Vikings. Um, and we're working from a How Stuff Works article that I think makes a great point, or one of the historians that they interviewed, very cautious historians in this article. Which yeah, are, totally. Which is great. Um, but this, this historian makes a really great point that, first off, let's let's kind of get across that the Vikings and everything we understand about the Vikings were written by our historic or um, cultural ancestors here in the States and in the U.S. or the U.K. and Australia and Canada um, who were the enemy and the sufferers at the hands of the Vikings. Yeah. So they didn't paint the most flattering portrait of the Vikings around. And, um, you you know, you can make a really good case that the Vikings were no more violent or terrifying than anybody else um, during the medieval age. It was a violent time. Like, we're not saying they were you know, just super chill dudes who would just hang around and and drink beer. Uh, But it was just a violent time. Like, everybody was killing everybody. Uh, Charlemagne, you know, they point out in this article, ordered the beheading of 4,500 Saxons in one day. He was the the Holy Roman Emperor at the time, too, not a Viking. Yeah, so there were plenty of uh, violent cultures at the time. And this whole image of these barbarians that we get, uh, you're right. It's because it was written by people who were their victims, and I'm sure they were pretty scared by right. them. Right, exactly. Um, and, and again, rightfully so. It's not that the Vikings weren't violent. It's just that everybody was violent. And I feel like that was such a mind-blowing, uh, paradigm-altering part, Chuck, that we should take a, a break real quick. Let's do it.
All right. Late ninth century, ninth. Mm-hmm. I said that weirdly. Uh, something came out called the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which was this uh, sort of a history book. It was a collection of records about English history, and it was you know updated over the next couple of hundred years. And in that book, we do find a notation for the Great Heathen Army or the Great Army, which were these Scandinavian invaders and this big Viking uh, army, basically, that hit the British Isles in 865 CE. Right. So um, this is like the Viking horde that you think of. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this Great Heathen Army, which, again, they call it the Great Army, too, but I'm not going to call it anything but the Great Heathen yeah. Army because it just Why sounds so much cooler. <laughs> Um, this was a, a, a number of different armies from different Scandinavian lands that kind of um, all worked together. Mm-hmm. But over the course of more than a decade of invasions and conquerings and all that, they were just this kind of fluid group um, that collectively were called the Great Heathen Army. And it wasn't just one single solitary mass of the same people over 13 years who invaded England. Right. So they are mentioned in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. And Ivar himself is mentioned, I believe, in the Anglo, Anglo-Saxon Anglo Chronicle as well, right? Yeah, I think so. It was, um, well, at least the brother of Ivar was mentioned with two R's, which was would have been the, uh, the Norse spelling of it. So if the brother of Ivar is mentioned, therefore Ivar is mentioned. Right, and it actually makes Ivar seem that much more important if you're, you're saying that somebody's a brother of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Otherwise, who cares? So I guess that's the only time that he pops up in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles. It's more that he's associated as a leader um, of the great heathen army in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles. So we have a contemporary piece of writing that basically chronicles, at least in part, the great heathen army coming from the north and messing stuff up pretty bad. Um, And Ivar's in there, okay? Right. And he's also mentioned in some Irish records, uh, the Annals of Ulster. Really cool, great read. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, they reveal a Viking uh, by the name of Ivar or Imar, who was the king of the Northmen and all Britain and Ireland uh, when he died in 873. And the thing here is we just don't know 100% if that is the same person, but chances are it probably was. Yeah, I think most historians of that period and that region uh, tend to think that this is the same Ivar. I think the the timing potentially works out. Um, And yeah, it's possible there's more than one Ivar, but if he was a leader of the heathen army, in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles and the leader of all the great army um, in the Ulster Annals or the Annals of Ulster, why not? It could be the same guy. Does it really matter if it's not at this point? No, it really <laughs> does. So, uh, yeah, they think that the, the same, you know, it's England and Ireland. They're close enough to where he was probably just conquering everywhere he went. But none of this has anything to do with his boneless nickname, um, that he, that, you know, that we hear on the TV show. Uh, so now we need to talk about the Icelandic sagas, which were transcribed in the 13th and 14th centuries. These are prose narratives. These aren't history books. These are novels, basically. Yeah, and they were written um, by the descendants of these same Viking conquerors 
who would have revered and looked up to and probably exaggerated the legends of these guys. But it's apparently in the Icelandic sagas, and they've been compared to like historic novels, like definitely based on real things, but just maybe a little more overblown. So you got to take them a bit with a grain of salt. But apparently it was in the Icelandic sagas that um, Ivar gets his boneless nickname, I guess. That's right. (laughs) Boneless is just, because all I can think of is chicken. Sure. You know? Yeah, boneless wing is awesome. Uh, So this is where, you know, it could have been some transcription problem, like boneless could have meant legless maybe, Uh uh, which, you know, that would make sense if if you've watched the TV show. He wasn't legless, but he at least didn't have the use of his legs, so they may have called someone with that disability legless at the time. But, Chuck, there's another potential transcription error that makes the History Channel interpretation... um, really unique or singular, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. So there's um, two Latin words that medieval transcriptionists may have um, mistaken. One is exos, which means boneless. One is exosus, which means detestable. So it's possible that Ivar's nickname really was Ivar the Detestable or Ivar the Hated. Yeah. And that some medieval monk got it wrong and he became Ivar the Boneless. And then centuries after that, some executive producers for History Channel decided <laughs> to actually take that literally and create this character, Ivar the Boneless, who did not have the use of his legs. Even I think that's probably the likely story. I think so, too. Is this great conqueror probably did not uh, have uh, no use of his legs, would be my guess, which makes it... Um, Kind of funny in a TV way. Right. But from what the historians are saying, it just it just doesn't jibe with the Viking culture. That's just probably not the case. Although they do say it's possible the History Channel's interpretation is correct. It's also, it seems to be doubtful. You never know. You never know. Uh, that's what, This is when we need the Wayback Machine, but it's in the shop right now, unfortunately. Yeah. We, we, uh, we should do a GoFundMe to... to- Pay that bill. <laughs> we should. Although I think we might be convicted of fraud if we actually collect any of those funds. I think so. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Short stuff, everybody's out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 